Today on Lessons for Living, the teaching ministry of Mark Ballmer, Senior Pastor of Calvary Chapel, Melbourne in Melbourne, Florida. Many Christians don't know that they've been commanded to share the good news. Speak up. Every Christ follower can share the good news. Every Christ follower can share the good news. You see, anything God calls us to do, He enables us, He empowers us to do. Jesus said, follow me and I, God, will make you fishers of men. God will train you. God will empower you. God will sustain you. God will make you successful. Anything God calls us to do, God enables us to do. Before Jesus left this earth, he gave you the same task that was given to the angels who announced his birth. Go everywhere and announce the message of God's good news to one and all. Each of us have this call to announce his birth, death, and resurrection wherever we go. Our job as Christ followers is to point people to the place where they can be saved. Without Him coming into this world, living a sinless life and dying on a cross to pay for our sins, there would be no salvation. Pastor Mark gives us the same challenge today. Go and share the good news with everyone. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of today's broadcast. Now, let's join Pastor Mark in the book of Acts, chapter 4, verse 31, for part one of our message entitled, Speak Up. I'm going to take you through a little trip kind of through the early church, about 30 years in the book of Acts, Acts 2.47, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people and the Lord, the Lord is the one that always grows the church, added to their number daily those who were being saved. We go on a little period of time, Acts 6. So the word of God spread. And the number of disciples in Jerusalem increased rapidly, and a large number of priests became obedient to the faith. We scoot on a little more time. Then the church throughout Judea, Galilee, and Samaria, well, they enjoyed a time of peace. It was strengthened and encouraged by the Holy Spirit. It grew in numbers, living in the fear of the Lord. But the Word of God continued to increase and what? Spread. A little farther on. So the churches were strengthened in the faith and grew daily in, in numbers. And the last one, Acts 19, in this way, the word of the Lord spread how? Widely and grew in power. Now, as you look through all of that, all those words spread, grew, grew, increase, those were new believers, So in those 30 years, all those new believers came to Christ. How did that happen? Because the believers in those churches spoke up. They they learned to speak up. They, They shared their testimony. Now, here we are, 22, almost 23 years since we started Calvary Chapel of Melbourne. 23 years ago, in 1992, we started at a little Hilton down here in Melbourne. We started with about 100 people. 
And this morning, thousands of people are worshiping at our four campuses. Online, many more thousands. Around the world, we have missionaries. How did that happen? Well, the growth of these new believers happened because you learn to speak up. And I just want to stop and say thank you. You see, God has grown our campuses with lots of people who weren't believers who are now believers because over the years, you, at all of our campuses, you've been faithful to love the lost and speak up. Every single one of our other campuses started small, but now they've increased in greatly in number because the people at every one of those campuses, just like we started here in Melbourne, have learned to love the lost, and to speak up. So I want to review for you this morning a kind of a little history of what we've done in the last few weeks. We, we started a few weeks ago with this series, and we started with Wise Up. In other words, God knows what we don't know. And if we're going to do life right, we need to get His wisdom. Don't lean to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He'll direct your path. And What we learned from Proverbs 11.30 is this. Listen. He who wins souls is wise. You see, lost people matter to God. And if I'm going to wise up, then we learned, well, we have to listen to what God says. He's got the wisdom. I have to get it. I do that by listening. Primarily the Word of God which we'll use this morning, and of course, then the inner witness of the Spirit in many other ways we shared with you. But I'm to listen and obey what God says. Well, if he who wins souls is wise, then I need to think about that. And so God gives us a command. We'll see it this morning. It says basically this, go and speak up. Go and speak up. Now, We learned over the last few weeks, the disciples were ready to go and speak up. They were ready to go, but Jesus said, you're not ready. You don't have the power. You don't have the ability to really be me. What I had, I was filled with the Spirit. You need to be filled with the Spirit. And we learned over the last few weeks that this thing called the Spirit-filled life or the Spirit-controlled life, well... Here's what Jesus said. If you're going to speak effectively, you have to be filled with the power of God. He says it like this in Acts 1 You will receive my power to become witnesses to the whole world. And so with that backdrop, once we're empowered, once we're controlled by the Holy Spirit, once we're obedient, once we see the heart of God that lost people matter to Him, then I can go, and as Acts 4.31, we saw last week, when filled, I can then go and speak up, speak the Word of God boldly. So that's where we are this morning, to speak up. Now I'm going to ask you a question. I want you to have really good attention. See if you can guess what two words God wants us to learn. Speak up. Now turn with me to Mark chapter 1. Let's learn why, how, what's the purpose of that. Now, because God loved man, he wanted to solve man's sin problem, which separated from a holy God. 
So God sent Jesus. That's what our whole Christmas time is about, to die on the cross to pay for man's sin. Once here, Jesus began with a message. It's a very simple message. Look in your Bibles, everybody. Mark chapter 1, verse 14. After John, John the Baptist, was put in prison, Jesus went into Galilee proclaiming, you're going to hear this a lot today, I'll explain it toward the end, the good news of God, or the gospel. Here's what Jesus said. He's speaking up. The time has come, he said. The kingdom of God is near. Here are the two things you have to do. Repent and believe. Here we go again. The good news or the gospel. So right from the beginning, because lost people matter to God, Jesus says, I'm here for a reason. I'm going to pay for your sins. So you're going to have to begin to repent and believe in me. And if you do that, your life will be changed and you'll be restored in relationship to God. But that's not all that Jesus did. Look down at verse 17. He picked 12, this was the beginning of it, 12 disciples, and he began to reproduce himself in them. And he says this, come, follow me. We're going to do life together and watch this. I will make you fishers of men. So immediately we get to understand that when we follow Jesus, it isn't just about us. It's going to be about the world. Because Jesus came for the lost, we're going to be involved in the lost. See, Jesus knew he was going back to heaven, and these disciples were going to carry on his ministry, his character, but his heart for the lost. You and I, that's where we are today. So first thing I want you to write, speak up. We need to make Christ known. Now, if you go back 40 years, 50 years ago, some of you are not even that old, so you can't go back. If I mention Ozzie and Harriet, how many remember Ozzie and Harriet? Well, the other people go like, is, it like, is that a band or what is that? It's a great name for a band, actually, isn't it? How many know we don't live in the Ozzie and Harriet time anymore. So in Jesus' time, he had to make himself known as the real Messiah. They didn't believe it. The Jews still today don't believe it. How many of you know that people are very confused about who Jesus is today? Totally confused. Our world is very different. One of the problems we have is people are confused about who this Jesus is. We sang him be the center, but he's not the center of our world. So the first thing you begin to see is there was a problem in those days. We have the same problem today. And then how do we do that? How do we actually make Christ known? Well, look at the end of Mark. Go all the way to chapter 16, the end, and scoot on down to verse 15. Jesus, this is kind of like the Great Commission in Matthew 28, 19 and 20, just said in a little different way, a little bit of focus. Notice what Jesus says. This is after he's resurrected. He says to them, the disciples, basically says to you and me, go into all the world and preach, here we go again, the good news to all creation. So those disciples were going to be the hands and the feet and the mouth of Jesus. They would have his heart. Now, let me explain something to you because I think it's interesting. What Jesus was saying is, I found you. You have a relationship with me. Now, you go find other lost people. I want you to write it like this this morning. Speak up. 
found people find people. You see, now that you're a Christian, some of you are not yet, we'll give you that opportunity to get saved today, to get your life changed. But when we did, we were found. We were lost in sin, but God found us. So my responsibility is to go and find people. Now, I want you to just turn to your neighbor and say this. Found people, find people by speaking up. Found people, find people by speaking up. Tell, tell your neighbor now, not yourself. You just go, oh, there's a lost people. No, you have to speak up to them. You have to have a conversation with them. Now, look back at that verse again. There's an interesting thing, and I don't have time to get into it in depth. But when he says go into, when he says go into all the world, that doesn't mean necessarily, because it has a different meaning here. It doesn't mean going to Africa. It doesn't mean to go to another foreign country. What it means is, as you are going, as we live every day, wherever you are going, look for an opportunity to share with lost people by speaking up. So it's not like, well, I'm going on a mission trip in Pastor Mark. Good, good job. We want many of you to do that. No, this is as a normal, everyday life. As I'm going, watch out because you've been found. Now you find people and you speak up to them. Now, what is that verse 15? It's called evangelism. It's simply the spreading of the gospel, and it's done two major ways. I'm doing it this morning by preaching. But the main way that we do it is not by preaching. It's by personal witness. It's by you. Because you guys at all of our campuses are going to go out and you're going to be touching people that I could never touch. They're not coming to church. They're not going to listen to me. So you have the opportunity to do that. Now, we're going to talk about good news today. I'll explain to you what that is. But I want to give you some bad news. It's difficult. The bad news is this. I don't have the exact statistics, but I know in generality, it's really not changed. About 90% of Christ followers, just like you, never win one person to Jesus Christ. So the people that come to Christ are won to Christ by 10% of the church. See, that was not true in Bible days. Now, why is that? Three reasons. I'm going to address two of them today and the third one next week. The first reason is most people, Christians, don't really know that God has commanded them to share the good news. You've already heard that today. Found people, find people. Jesus said, go into all the world. That wasn't just the pastors. Many Christians think, Pastor Mark, I don't like to have the gift of evangelism. I'm not Billy Graham or Greg Laurie. Well, I'm not really an evangelist either. I have a little part of that gift. My gift is really pastor-teacher. But that verse was not written to just disciples in those days. That was written to every single Christian. Know that you are commanded, and you're going to get an opportunity to do that later. You're commanded to share the good news. Now, second reason people don't do that is they simply don't know what the good news is. And a bigger problem, how to share it. If I would turn right now, and I'm not, so relax. If I would turn to you now. And say, in a moment, I'm going to pick five people, and you're going to tell me, you're going to lead me to Jesus Christ. (laughs) No, but after the service, you'll be able to do it, very simply. You see, most people do not know even what to say, and they don't know how to say it. I'm going to solve that for you today. I am so excited. 
because I'm going to solve that for you today. You know, when you go on a mission trip, short-term mission trip, you used to have to go through this longer class, E-Start, which is a great class. We've shortened it now. So if you go on a mission trip, you have a two-hour class on how to share your faith. Because when you go overseas, it's much easier, actually. More people are open. But I'm going to give you the kind of the short version today and next week. So when you leave this campus today, you're going to learn to speak up about something you know about and actually how to do it. And then the third reason people, Christians don't share is this. They're afraid to share the good news. They're afraid that people make fun of them. They're afraid that somebody's going to ask them a question that they can't answer. They're afraid people are going to reject them. So what I do want, remember I said many Christians don't know that they've been commanded to share the good news. Speak up. Every Christ follower can share the good news. Every Christ follower can share the good news. You see, anything God calls us to do, he enables us, he empowers us to do. Jesus said, follow me and I, God, will make you fishers of men. God will train you. God will empower you. God will sustain you. God will make you successful. Anything God calls us to do, God enables us to do. Now, I'm going to answer four questions this morning, and I'll start with this one. Who, you already kind of got the answer, so it shouldn't be difficult. Notice, who is called to share the good news? If you look at verse 15, he said to them, who's them? Them is you. Raise your hand if you're called to share. If you're a Christian, you're called to share. Now, if you're not a Christian, you have nothing to share, so you don't raise your hand, okay? Later, you will. So I'm called to share. Every single Christian can share the good news. Now, as you think about that, what does that mean? Well, it is a responsibility, but it is also a great privilege. We get a chance to watch God do something that you and I simply can't do. Now, a few years ago, at one of our elders and pastors retreats, Pastor Dean challenged us. And he said, take out a piece of paper. Listen to me now as you, as you grab your, as you guard. And Pastor Dean said this, I want you to write 10 names of people that you know that you want to be in heaven. What did that mean? It means 10 people we know that are not what? They're not saved. They're not Christians. I'm not asking you to do 10. That was a great thing. I'm asking you to do one. I'm asking you to do one. So I want you to begin praying. Praying's a great weapon. And I want you to begin praying about who to invite. Now, I'm not after you inviting someone from First Baptist or CAV in Vieira or the Catholic Church or the Presbyterian Church. I'm asking for you to invite what? A non-believer. A non-believer. So begin thinking. Begin praying. And over the next day or two, write that person's name and then find a time to literally speak up and invite them. Now, you can't put your cousin that lives in Colorado Springs. That is not going to work. So you can pray for them, but I want you to do this. Now, you say, well, Pastor Mark, what if I give out the card and I run into somebody else? Can I tell them? No, just one person. Well, of course you can tell them. This is to get you started. Does it make sense? It's just to get you said, we'll have more cars next week. But it's a chance for you to look around and go, wow, I'd like to see them in heaven. 
I'm going to talk about one thing. How to have an encounter with God. It's going to be fantastic. Because God wants people to come to him. So we celebrate. We don't push but we share the gospel. God's really been speaking to my heart. We're going to see more people come to Christ than we've ever done before. And we're going to be a place where the word of God spreads, the number of people spread, and the word of God just increases, 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 and more and more and more people come to Jesus Christ. Could I hear an amen? Amen. Do you think we're through? Do you think we're actually through making an impact in our communities? Not a chance. Not a chance. So we have a lot of work to do. So good stuff. So you already got that. Fantastic. Now, When you begin thinking about this, all you have to think about is your circle of influence. Your friends, your family, your co-workers, people you interact with. We take this verse to go into all the world. We take the Great Commission very seriously. In fact, so much so, it's one of our five core values called the five C's. Let me show you one of this value. It says this, communicate the good news to everyone, everywhere. Understand. As a pastor, I'm going to be responsible to God if I challenged you to do just that. If we're happy just to be a church with kind of the people we have now, and we'll get a few more people as people have babies, and we just, that's fine, then I'm going to be responsible to God because that's not why we're here. See, if you're breathing this morning, he's left you here for a purpose, one, to look like him, one, to impact the world like him, but the third thing is to speak up and share the gospel. So it's a huge responsibility, but it's a fantastic privilege. And it's going to cause you to get out of your comfort zone and be obedient to the heart of God. Now, so who? All of us. Second, what are we called to share? Well, we're called to share the good news because lost people matter to God. Right now, there's 7 billion plus people in our world. God's will is that none of them perish. It isn't hard to see what the heartbeat of Jesus was. When Jesus came, he just didn't say at the beginning, repent and believe. But he shared with his disciples, and I want to share with you this morning, his mission, his mission. Look at what Jesus said. It's huge. Luke 19.10, Jesus speaking. For the Son of Man came to seek... And save that which was lost. Now, what does it mean by seek? To go out. So the person that's going to take the, the, the initiative to speak up is you and me. We're, we're going to take those steps of boldness as God opens the door. Jesus went. He lived in the marketplace of life. Most of Jesus' ministry was not in the temple. It was outside where people were where normal people are. That's why we do all these things, light up a veer. That's why we did the fall fest. That's why we do all of these kind of outreaches. But see, you're in a place where you meet people every single day because you're working, you're on the ball fields, you're on the soccer fields, you're on wherever, and you're shopping, and we're meeting people. So we want to be this witness. We want to live with godly character, yes, but we have to seek out opportunities to share the good news with our mouths. Pastor Mark continued in our series with a review of past teachings. We're to wise up. Wise people win souls for God. Then he told us to listen up, listen to the word of God, and obey. After we listen to God, we're to be filled up with the Holy Spirit. 
And then today, Pastor Mark taught us to speak up because we've listened to God, been filled by the Spirit and commanded by God to go and make disciples. Pastor Mark will continue teaching through this series the next time you join us. For those of you that like to have CD archives of Bible teachings, we'd like to offer you a CD of Pastor Mark's message from today. Log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com and select the Order a Message option from the main menu. The cost for each CD is $5. This is only to cover the materials and shipping it takes for you to receive your CD. Again, to place an order for a CD, simply log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com and select the Order a Message option. Now, here's Josh with today's message number and title. Thanks. The message number from today's broadcast is MB551. And the title of this message is Speak Up. Again, today's message number for ordering purposes is MB551, and the title of this message is Speak Up. Come back next time to learn how exactly you go about telling someone about Jesus. Pastor Mark will take us through a challenge to tell just one person about Jesus. It can be a very nerve-wracking thought, but Pastor Mark explains the steps of salvation very clearly. And sometimes the easiest step is to just invite them to church. As you prepare to tune in next time, think of one person you could invite to tune in with you. We've run out of time today, but we do encourage you to tune in next time as Pastor Mark will continue sharing with us from our series entitled Step Up. That's next time on Lessons for Living.